0: Hi everybody. this is Cassandra. I am so happy to join you today on a new episode. I certainly hope everyone is doing well. Welcome to another episode on the Luminous star commentary. Okay, so recently I did a an episode um, I did an episode about it's time to stop focusing on your narcissist. okay I know it's hard sometimes to do this simply because the narcissist seems to be pulling all types of shenanigans to get you to focus on him or her. What does that mean? You may be spending a lot of resources, a lot of energy, a lot of time on him or her. Remember, the narcissist often wants to be in the center of your mind rather than your heart. Yeah, sometimes they have some swag. Sometimes they have thirst traps and sometimes they will even be very crafty on spellbounding and seducing you and or other people into believing that they care about your heart. That's not true just look at what they're doing. You know that saying, look at what they do, not what listen to what they say. It's not so much about the words sometimes, okay? Most of the times it's about the actions. So when you pay attention to the narcissist, um, sometimes you have to have a good filter. What do I mean by that? Well, you start paying attention to how they're pulling shenanigans and then pay attention This means becoming mindful of how you tend to respond or react. Okay. What are you thinking? What are you feeling when they do such and such or when they say such and such? But I would advise due to my own experiences to pay more attention to what the narcissist is doing. Again, the narcissist will prefer to be in the center of your mind rather than your heart. Why is that? Because if they get you in your mind, they can get everything else this is often why they don't tend to be loyal, okay? Yet they want you to be loyal. Yet they're so entitled, right? That they don't appreciate your being loyal at all. They don't even appreciate if you choose to forgive him or her for their pulling shenanigans, for engaging in all types of diabolical tactics. They don't appreciate that, yet they are entitled, right? So when it comes down to How to stop focusing on your narcissist so much? Well, I'm going to share a few tools, tips, and guidelines with you. Again, from personal experiences. Not just something I read out of a book or something that I read online. Okay? So I'm going to share that with you shortly here. But first, I want to talk about a few things. Such as, when narcissists tend to perceive slights by other people, the key word is perceive. See, they may think or perceive you're outgrowing him or her or the relationship, usually it goes hand in hand. When a person outgrows a narcissistic relationship, they tend to grow past the narcissist. They tend to outgrow the narcissist because as a lot of you already know, narcissists tend to stay under arrested development. Okay, they seem to grow a little bit more slowly when it comes to learning how to have relationships with other people that are positive. This does not mean that... You know, you should go around. Well, I'll just use myself as an example. I learned a long time ago not to uh, get in the habit of thinking and speaking as if I am so much better than other people and that I'm a know-it-all. Okay, some people, they share their information. That's what I like to do. But sometimes people perceive that as, oh, they just, she thinks she knows it all or uh, he knows it all. Such and such, right? People, it's about perception. It's about the perception, right? It's about the perspective. But the bottom line is this when it comes down to narcissists pulling shenanigans and trying to get you to focus on him or her, they will not stop at causing you or perhaps influencing you to believe that it is all your fault. Everything that's going on in the relationship, even when it comes down to them choosing choices. Right. Choosing things that proves to be a poor choice on their end. Oh, for some reason, it's your fault. Okay. For some reason, they like to blame other people. Okay. I'm not going to get too deep into why, you know, the story behind all that. But I will tell you from personal experience that those, some who have a cluster personality type, such as a narcissistic personality, they tend to play the blame, the blaming game. Okay, so when it comes down to them perceiving slights, they will often go into the narcissistic rage tactics. There are all types of tactics that narcissists will pull in order to get you to focus on him or her. Translation to get you to stay up under their control. Okay, so narcissists, when they perceive slights, sometimes it is because. You're showing, you and or others around him or her are showing signs that you're outgrowing the relationship with him or her. That means that they're not going to get the source supply that they want or once had. They're not, to them, that means they're losing control. Losing control means that the narcissist is losing source supply and vice versa. And narcissists often will ask themselves the question or ponder or consider what they can afford and what they cannot afford from one relationship to the next. Okay, so uh, any signs of outgrowing the narcissist or the relationship is often perceived by him or her as a threat and a challenge. Narcissists often cannot handle the truth. They don't face the truth very often. This is why they off, they, they don't tell the truth, right? They sometimes they'll tell a half truth or they will exaggerate something that they tell you. But this is all focusing on him or her. Again, often leaving people drained. Okay? often. I mean, I've been through this as well. When it comes down to a person being challenged by all of this. Okay? The narcissist is challenged because you're outgrowing the relationship. You're perhaps challenged because you have yet to face the truth. That you're outgrowing the relationship. So what does that mean? There's a lot of tension in the relationship. There's a whole lot of tension. Things are not being said or done in the relationship. Very often the narcissist likes it this way because that is how they maintain control. If you don't know what's going on in the relationship and the narcissist will have a one, they will probably have a one-upmanship going on in that situation. They know what's going on and you don't. That's how they like it. They like to control. They like to dominate the relationship, okay? Or actually all of their relationships. So when a person is challenged, it is often not one-sided. The narcissist is challenged. Sometimes the people involved, perhaps everyone involved, could be challenged by the narcissist relationship. So when it comes down to focusing on him or her, then that means you're missing out on yourself and perhaps even your life. Potentially, there could be other relationships that could develop that are very positive. But how will you know that if you're focusing on your narcissist, what he or she likes, what pleases them? How can you get back in their good cra- their, their good graces. Okay, all of these things could be going on. So, um, any signs of outgrowing the narcissist, the relationship, as well as the narcissist, right, is probably going to feel very uncomfortable for a while. Some changes, right, that could prove effective and beneficial to everyone involved will often be totally missed by the narcissist. Why? Because they don't like change. So they're not going to notice those moments when one situation can turn a lot better, okay? It can be a lot better. They're not trying to resolve issues. Narcissists often want to keep things very toxic, and dysfunctional so they can maintain control so it's not so much that the narcissist or the narcissist personality wants to fit in the situation right they don't want they don't necessarily want to fit in sometimes they like to control the situation and dominate the situation by sit, seeming to be on the outside looking in but they're actually controlling the whole thing they want to distance, they want to distance themselves Especially if it looks like they're the bad girl or the bad guy. They like to come off like they're the victim. Okay. They like to the, throw the rock and hide their hand. Okay. This is how it may seem like they're, they're, they are they do not want to fit in. Right. They want to be distant. They do all types of things to start arguments, but then they want to sit back and watch the show and come off like they're the victim. So they don't necessarily want to fit into the situation they want to stand back, they want to sit back, they want to be at a distance, right? But they're often the ones that perpetrate all the drama. So, uh, you know, sometimes it's more important to the narcissist to be able to control and dominate the relationship in order to obtain source supply. But the ability to simulate a the ability to simulate change, okay, while others are changing within the narcissist relationships enables the condition to remain dysfunctional and the narcissist to remain in control of the relationship. Simply put, this means that the narcissist will often sometimes come off like they are trying to help or they may come off like they are part of the solution when actually the reality is the opposite. The narcissist will not want to change in the situation. Sometimes they will try to get other people to change before they change. Sometimes this will keep them in control Okay, so the narcissists, sometimes they will come off like they're trying to change, but they're actually not trying to do that. They're gaslighting other people into believing that they will change. Some narcissists will go as far as to go to counseling with those loved ones, right? Or the people that they're involved with, who may be now pointing out to the narcissist that the way that they're relating to him or her has become problematic. So the narcissist will often simulate that they are changing, but be careful about this because they're not changing, okay? It's kind of like a Machiavellian move, okay? Just think about it. They will simulate change, yet they're not changing at all because they made the choice that they, they, they're not going to change. They're going to try to, what, fool or trick or gaslight other people into believing that they're going along with the program into believing that they care about the relationship into believing that they are willing to do what it takes to have a healthier relationship or to change when nothing could be further from the truth. The narcissist cannot handle the truth. They don't tell the truth. They don't face the truth. Okay. So, but, uh, we have to remember that narcissists will often pull some of these tactics here in order to stay in control Alright, there are some covert narcissists and histrionic narcissists that often are very crafty with simulating an authentic emotion. Okay, again, pretending that they really care when they really don't. Okay, especially when it serves their purpose. A covert narcissist sometimes is the coldest, most demonic type of cluster B personality. Okay. Now all cluster B personality types are not narcissists, but every narcissistic personality type that you may know has a cluster B personality type. Okay. Cause we have to remember there are several clusters that formulate or consist of the cluster B personality that, you know, cause really it's a cluster B personality types. When I did my research on this, I learned that not everyone who is a narcissistic personality, um, and Yes, everyone who has a narcissistic personality does have a close to personality type, but not everyone who has a close to personality type is a narcissist. And I just wanted to share that, um, you know, because I know sometimes when we get caught up in our relationships, you know, especially when emotions are raw, you know, we may just blur it out or we may think to ourselves that this person is a narcissist. And sometimes that's not true, okay? So this doesn't belittle your experiences, of course. But just to keep in mind that this is one of the reasons why some people get stuck in the sunken place of a narcissist relationship because they have yet to realize who and or what they're dealing with. They may think on one hand that this is a narcissist, but then not realize on the other hand, no, it's a person who has a close B personality type who has narcissistic personality nor has narcissistic tendencies that are malevolent. Okay, they could be quite, you know, uh, low vibrational, toxic even, but they're not a full-blown narcissist. Sometimes that can get a little confusing. But I say all of that to say that this is what's going to help us not focus on the narcissist so much. When a person learns who and what they're dealing with, guess what? They're not going to focus on it so much. Why? Because they learn. They can move on to the next now. Okay, so uh, I wanted to go over how you can stop focusing on the narcissist so much. So that's one. The next strategy that's going to help you not focus on your narcissist so much is to remember that your narcissist will often create a false image of you. Why would they do that? Well, because they want to stay in control. They want to dominate the relationship. So if they gaslight you into believing or they convince you to look at yourself through their eyes, That is another way that they will have you in your mind, okay? They will be in the center of your mind rather than your heart, which is exactly what they want. So remember that your life has purpose. But also I want you to remember that narcissists, they will often pull the shenanigan of creating a false image of everyone, not just you, everyone that they are involved with. It can be even a professional setting. The narcissist will often create an image, a false image, of those that they're obtaining source supply from. This is very easy to overlook, especially when you're right in the thick of the relationship or the narcissistic relationship. Remember, that's one of the strategies that's going to help you not focus on your narcissist so much. Remember, they're creating a false image of you. Translation. They're not looking at who you really are. Narcissists cannot handle the truth. Therefore, they cannot handle or they cannot face who you really are. Here's a critical question for you. Who are you in the narcissist relationship? Second critical question. Well, actually, that's a two-part question. Who are you outside of the narcissist relationship? Have you ever thought about that? I hope you have, because a narcissist doesn't want you to think about that. They want you to look at yourself through their eyes. Why? Because that will keep them in control. That will keep them dominating the relationship. Okay, so once you realize that they will pull a shenanigan or pull the tactic of creating a false image of you, that will help you not to focus on them so much. You can move on to the next Because you remember that your life has purpose. You have a story, right? You're experiencing this gift called life, regardless of its challenges. You're a person who can, if you choose to, you can write the epilogue to your story. You don't have to count on the narcissist. You're not at the narcissist's mercy for that. So this is how you can move on to the next. You're not focusing on them so much anymore. Because now you're finding out who you are. You're not looking at yourself through their eyes anymore. So regardless of the tactics that narcissists may pull, or the shenanigans that they may pull, the diabolical tactics that they engage in, all of these tactics that keep them in control, right? All of this stuff is going to be dismantled. Why? Because you're practicing these strategies here. These tips, these tools, these guidelines. You're being mindful of yourself at the same time, loving other people, having positive relationships with other people. You have the capacity to do so. The narcissist doesn't want you to remember that about yourself. They create a false image of you that is only befitting of the narcissist's relationship. Who are you outside of the narcissist's relationship? That's very, I mean, this is a profound question that I answered for myself a long time ago. So I just want to share that two-part question with you. Who are you in the relationship? Who are you outside of the narcissist relationship? The narcissist don't want you to realize that. They don't want you to ponder or answer that question. They want you confused. Remember, they want to be in the center of your mind, not your heart. Second tool or strategy that's going to help you not to focus on your narcissist so much is to commit to accepting change and taking chances. Okay? So challenge yourself today. Challenge yourself to make choices that will automatically bring about necessary change. Okay? Become the change. This is how you can commit to accepting change that you're changing. You're outgrowing the relationship. Aren't you tired of all of your shenanigans? Yeah, I, I got to that point years ago, right? Yeah, you, you, everything has a limit, right? So when you start becoming a person who is sick and tired of being sick and tired, well, then you're gonna automatically, it's gonna become natural to you to make changes. Then you're probably going to um, take the challenge, right? By making choices that will bring about change, And before you know it, you're not focusing on your narcissist much anymore. So again, strategy number two, commit to accepting change and taking chances. Try not to get into that dance, that what I call control and and change dance. What does that mean? The narcissist is trying to control you and perhaps you're trying to change your narcissist. But when you accept or when you commit to accepting change within yourself in your own life, Before you know it, you're not focusing on the narcissist anymore. You're focusing on thriving forward. You're outgrowing the relationship. You're growing past the narcissist. Forget trying to get over him or her. You're growing past them. So commit to accepting change and taking chances. If you're not going to take chances, nothing will change. Okay? And this is just, again, I'm sharing this with you because this is what I've gone through this too. And I'm just sharing some of these epiphanies uh, because I found it to be a a game changer. Strategy number three, tool number three, finding the value of learning how and when to detach. How and when to detach. See, that one gets away from us a lot, especially when we're distracted by the shenanigans of the narcissist, the drama, the karma, all of the BS. Okay, the parallel reality of it all, the twilight zone effect of the narcissistic relationship. They're experiencing the relationship one way and you're experiencing it in another. And you can't seem to have a meeting of the mind or heart. The narcissist loves it that way, by the way. Okay, they want to keep you off your square, off balance. That's exactly how most narcissists love it because it keeps them dominating the relationship and it keeps them in control and it keeps them having plenty of source supply. They often like lifers. Narcissists often like to look for signs of people who have had prior relationships that were very painful and dysfunctional, right? Perhaps even toxic. Narcissists often look for those signs and they often ask themselves or they ponder the question, what can I afford? What can I not afford in every relationship that I'm in? What am I going to get out of it? Narcissists often go through this, right? Or they often ponder this. Okay, so uh, when you find the value of learning how, learning how to do something such as detach, this means that you're not detaching from yourself No, you're intact. Remember, they create a false image of you to suit them. But once you know that, that's golden. Because now you learn about yourself. You perhaps choose to commit to that. Who are you? Okay, so you're finding the value of learning how to detach from the narcissist in a narcissist relationship. You're learning how to do it. And you also become more familiar with when to do it. Because timing is everything, they say, right? Timing is everything. So when do you detach? Okay? One time that I can think of is when the narcissist chooses if this is a romantic relationship, right? It doesn't have to be, but let's just say it's a romantic relationship with the narcissist. When they choose to step out and venture, okay, in order to obtain new supply because they they see they don't want to let you go because they're getting the supply. You may be a primary source supplier to a narcissist, right? Not judging, but just bear with me here. The narcissist ventures out to get another source supply. They may have what they call new supply, right? You may get caught up in that drama, but guess what? Once you realize that the narcissist has created a false image of you and also you are... Committed to accepting change and taking chances, then you find the value in detaching from the narcissist in the relationship. See how that works? When they do that, you see the opportunity in moving forward. You're not going to get caught up in the drama of finding out who the new boo is, (laughs) the new person the new supply, you can care less. It may hurt, may be a little bit emotional, but guess what, you're focusing on thriving forward. So you have learned when to detach. When the narcissist ventures out, you find the opportunity to go ahead and go within and therefore move on, thrive forward, instead of trying to reconnect with a narcissist or trying to figure out how to keep them in the relationship or get them to come back to you. So you're not bothering with that anymore. You're learning when to detach. You learn how to detach. Very important. How do you detach? Well, practice mindfulness. That's one way. Emotional discipline, more than likely, will become your best friend, which leads me to tool number four, strategy number four of learning how not to focus on your narcissist so much. And that is emotional discipline. Practice mindfulness. Practice emotional discipline. Same thing. By managing your expectations, what do you expect of a narcissist who is showing you that they are not able to connect? They're more about the the control, not the connection. Okay? So, practice emotional discipline. By managing your expectations, what do you expect of a narcissist who is showing you that they're not able to connect with you or anyone else? Okay? What do you expect of yourself? Perhaps you expect now to go ahead and love yourself more, thrive forward and have better relationships. Last strategy, last tool, become a master of yourself. Know thyself. I know you've probably heard of that motto and build your support base. It goes hand in hand. When you start to have a better relationship with yourself, you automatically or naturally will find it possible to build support base with other people that means having better relationships with other people that means perhaps going to a support group that means perhaps going to a counselor that you vibe with right the counselor the 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 coach right the mentor they understand your plight they want to understand your plight you vibe with them you resonate with them and vice versa they listen to you they're attentive They they seem to care about your needs what do you need to do in order to thrive forward when you have a counselor or a support group that will that is designed to give you tools such as these and these strategies to help you thrive forward, that's what's going to be happening. You're not focusing on the narcissist anymore because now you're thriving forward. You're focused on that. So it is about time to stop focusing on the narcissist. Don't you think? Yeah, I came to this conclusion a long time ago which is one of the reasons why I started the luminous star channel on YouTube or on social media. Okay. I started that a while ago because I was one of those people who became tired of being sick and tired. Right. (laughs) So I started that a long time ago. Uh, so it's time to stop focusing on narcissists. Now, some people are coming to this conclusion all on their own. They don't need me or anyone else to suggest to them, hey, perhaps it's time to stop focusing on the narcissist and go no contact. Okay? Uh, Some people are finding out all on their own that that is the right thing for them to do. I cannot tell you that that's the right thing for you to do. But I can tell you from personal experience that going no contact, in other words, uh, discontinuing to keep the relationship going with a narcissist or in my case it was close to be personality type right but that was what was best for me I really didn't need anybody to tell me that when you start to reflect on what you have experienced naturally you will gain certain uh perspectives that are clearer you will gain clarification okay what did you go through how did that affect you not just financially, but mentally, emotionally, spiritually, sexually. How did it affect you? Very important. At least I think so. I know in my case, I, I pondered all of that. Okay, so uh, when you choose to uh, perhaps go no contact, that means you're going to have to learn how to, what? Manage a no contact lifestyle. This doesn't mean you detach from the world and yourself. And just shut down and not let anybody in or have any positive relationships or you know it doesn't mean that the narcissist may falsely accuse you of that but very often narcissists again they're very crafty at gaslighting other people into believing their perspective of their reality when it comes down to them pulling a telekinesis this is what they do okay it's very sleight of hand and abracadabra right? (laughs) But anyway, I wanted to go ahead and share this with you all. And I certainly hope that I said something that will uh, perhaps get you to focus on thriving forward. Okay. And to those of you who joined me for this episode and all the other episodes, thank you so much. And until next time, take care of yourselves as well as each other.